Diana, it is such an honor and a privilege to be speaking with you right now. So thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, Diana, ever since you won your Impact Knockouts Championship last year at Turning Point, you have been unstoppable. Not only have you held on to the title since then, but you have defeated the biggest names in professional wrestling. You've retired stars, and you've proven to the entire world that Diana Perrazzo is a true champion. Do you also believe that you are the best wrestler in the world right now? Absolutely. Um, I, I've said it since I started at Impact Wrestling that I am the best technical woman's wrestler in the world. I just needed the opportunity to prove it. Um, and time and time again, Impact has given me the opportunity to prove it and all over the world. So uh, there is not a doubt in my mind that I am who I say I am, the virtuosa, the greatest in the world. Okay, fair enough. And you currently are at day 338 of your reign as the Impact Knockouts champion. Now, the longest that anyone has ever held the title is 377 days. So are you afraid or concerned that Mickey James might actually put an end to your championship reign at Bound for Glory and stop you from becoming the longest reigning Impact Knockouts champion of all time? No. <laughs> no. Um, you know, I've said it a bunch of times over the past few weeks. Um, over the last year, I've consistently shown what I can do in the ring, how I handle myself, um, that I'm at the top of my own game right now, right? And Mickey hasn't had the opportunity to do that. She's only had, uh, to date, one match um, since coming back. So that was Kylie Rae, the NW70, uh, NWA 73. Uh, you know, so there's a lot of questions that Mickey has walking into this championship match. There are no questions about my ability walking into this championship match. So uh, there's only one outcome that I can ever foresee, and that is, and still, the Knockouts champion. I, I do agree with you. I must say, you know, I'm rooting for you, and I do see the outcome to be you retaining the title. But, you know, we have to agree, we all have to agree that the tension in this rivalry between yourself and Mickey has been astronomical. We've seen you guys, you know, trade insults, even get physical inside and outside of the ring. Mm -hmm. So do you really feel like she does not deserve a shot at your title? No, I don't. I don't think so because, uh, you know, Mickey has spun the narrative of this entire story that I'm the bad guy and I'm the disrespectful one. But right. Mickey crashed my party at Slammiversary and then kicked me in the face. Um, she's consistently put her hands on me first. And, uh, you know, she's not done, you know, in, in what Mickey would say, I think, is to do business the right way and to be respectful. And, and I think she's a hypocrite. I think that that's the least that she's done in this situation. And, um, you know, I don't think that she's come into Impact saying, I want to be the Knockouts champion. Give me matches to prove it. Uh, she just came in saying, I'm a legend. I've been here before. I've been a knockout champion before. Give me what I want. And Scott Moore gave it to her for some reason unbeknownst right. to me. Um, and I don't think that that's fair. Right. But, you know, you, you shocked the fans. You shocked Mickey when you actually showed up at her place and attacked her in her own home. What made you do that? And do you do you now feel, you know, it's been a few weeks, so do you now feel like you you crossed a limit, maybe you overreacted by showing up at her place and attacking her? 
Um, I mean, sure, maybe I overreacted a little bit, but I also think that I'm willing to defend what's mine, which is Impact Wrestling and the Knockouts Championship um, at any cost. So if I have to prove that point by showing up to her house and saying, yeah, I might be a, a great technical woman's wrestler, but I will kick your ass anywhere. Um, it doesn't have to just be in the ring. Uh, I think I proved that point, and that was what I was trying to do, is saying, you're not safe anywhere. You're messing with the wrong person, uh, and I'm capable of finding you and, and taking care of business anywhere. Pretty sure you sent that message out very loud and clear. Now, considering your new reputation as the career killer, you know, you retired Jazz not too long ago. Tia's gone, ODB, the list goes on and on. So is Mickey James' career also at some kind of a jeopardy when you know she faces you at bound for glory do you plan on putting an end to her story career this saturday um i feel like mickey's the type of person that uh won't wouldn't put her career on the line um i i feel like she's confident enough to but i feel like she still feels she still has a lot to give right um so i don't necessarily think i'll be ending mickey's career when i defeat her but i think that uh when i when i lock in the venus de milo and i break both of her arms uh she'll have a hell of a time coming back to wrestling this time okay all right and not only are you a career killer but you're sort of a title collector yourself now i mean you are the knockouts champion you're also the triple a arena de arenas champion do you plan on adding more titles to your collection in the near future i would love that um, you know, so obviously I'm the champ champ right now. I have two, but I think I need one around my waist. And, you know, it could be uh, a singles championship. It could be our knockouts tag team champion uh, championships. Um, I don't care. I just want all of the gold. Uh, we are in the age of the Virtuosa, and I deserve all of the gold. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And we know that Impact Wrestling's Digital Media Championship is coming into the picture very soon. It is an intergender title. So would you like to capture it and prove to the world that you are not only the most dominant female, but also the most dominant wrestler overall at Impact Wrestling? Yeah, I, I definitely think that's a possibility for me. Um, if the timing was right and it was done properly, I would be more than happy to um, do some intergender wrestling and capture the digital media championship. Um, but I think right now my focus is our women's division, um, our tag team division, and you know maybe getting a hold of those tag titles first. Okay. Fair enough, fair enough. We're talking about champions and then possible championships that you could be collecting in the near future. Now, one title that, you know, what people always think of, it's a dream match for many out there. It's uh, Britt Baker versus Dean Perazzo <laughs> in a title versus title match. Yeah. We see it happening. Would you like to face Britt Baker for her AEW Women's Championship? Absolutely. I think that is... Uh, what I hear most and what I see most on social media is we need Deanna versus Britt to happen. And it's really cool because Britt is in real life my best friend. And I've followed okay. her journey way uh, from years and years and years ago when we were first starting in wrestling. And um, I'm so, so happy and proud of all of her success. But yeah, at the end of the day, if it's for the Knockout Championship or for the AEW Women's Championship, um, all bets are off. We got to put our friendship aside, and I think it would be a really, really cool um, dream match for both of us and the world. Uh, but someone would have to lose their championship. So I think, again, those tag team championships that we have in our Knockouts division would be the perfect way for Britt and I to have matches together but not have to be against each other and have no one lose any of their titles. 
Okay, so you all right? So you want to keep the friendship in place, and you for want now. to be okay for <laughs> now. So, so we we can't expect you to show up to her place and beat her up like you did with Mickey James. Never, I would never do yeah. that to her. Okay. All right. Now we also know that Awesome Kong is going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame uh, this weekend, and we know that you have faced her in the ring before. How do you feel, you know, with her getting inducted into the Hall of Fame? Yeah, I was I was so excited to hear the, that news um, at Knockout Knockdown. To see her there at Knockout Knockdown, there's no one more deserving. Um, she is like the Knockout OG. Um, she broke barriers and glass ceilings, and um, in so many ways for us. As, as a knockouts division, but as women's wrestlers in the entire industry as a whole, um, for us to be able to do what we do today. So um, we owe so much gratitude to Awesome Kong for what she's done, and I think that uh, this is the perfect way for her um, to kind of close that chapter of her life, is to, to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Beautiful, beautiful. And we just heard you say that you might go after the Tag Team Championships in the near future. Now, we know that the inspiration are coming to impact wrestling. Yeah. How do you feel about it? Or do you feel like, okay, you have some challenge in your way, or do you feel like, okay, it's good for the for the roster? How do you feel? Yeah, I think it's great for our roster. I think that um, the fact that Impact has really become a landing spot and, and it, pe people are seeking out Impact Wrestling to give them the opportunities that maybe they didn't feel they got elsewhere or um, their Impact is giving people uh, who are who have been vying on the indies for a long time the opportunity to be on a bigger stage and show what they got. So um, for the inspiration to come in and want to be a part of our Knockouts division, they're in a Knockouts Tag Team Championship match against decay at Bound for Glory, I think is going to be a really special moment for our Knockouts division and for Cassie and Jess um, themselves. I don't see them as competition because I think that as of right now, they're a tag team. They're not coming for my Knockouts championship. Uh, so maybe it would be a different story if they decide they want the Knockouts championship. But mm -hmm. as of now, I love them both and I'm excited to see what they're going to do here at Impact Wrestling. Incredible, incredible. Now, we're speaking of Brown for Glory. We know that we already have a, an amazing match set in place. It's Yana versus Mickey James. But apart from your own match, which other match or matches are you most looking forward to at Brown for Glory? Um, I'm most excited for uh, the X Division match. Um, Steve Macklin versus Trey Miguel versus El Fantasmo um, for the X Division championship. Um, obviously, Steve Macklin is my real-life boyfriend. <laughs> so there's that to it. And I just feel like I was in very much uh, a similar space he was when he came into Impact Wrestling. He kind of got the crappy end of the stick when he was released and for him to land on his feet at impact with me um i love it because i get to travel with the person i love the most um but he never really got the opportunities elsewhere to do what he's doing now to be a singles competitor to be in a title picture to have the opportunity to uh be the character he wants to be which is very much to his real life experiences um so he's like a kid in a candy store right now a kid on christmas with his eyes bright and like there's so many possibilities and um, i love that for him i love watching him be able to succeed and put himself out there and bet on himself so i'm betting on him becoming the X Division champion at Bound for Glory, but um, besides myself, that's what I'm most excited for, is for him to get this pay-per-view match uh, for the first time. Incredible. I can tell how excited you are for him, and I, I really hope that you know the, this power couple becomes a power couple of Impact Wrestling. Both with I hope so. 
So now, you know, Diana, the world acknowledges Mickey James as one of the revolutionaries of women's professional wrestling. Now, keeping your rivalry with James aside, do you also respect her as a wrestler? And can you say one good thing about Mickey James before you meet her at Battle Glory? Yeah, I can, I can say one, just one good thing. Um, okay. Mickey ha has always been a pioneer of women's wrestling, and she's taken it upon herself now, later in her career, to push forward women's wrestling to be one of those people with a voice and with the power to give people opportunities. And, you know, she put together the NWA Empower pay-per-view. That was her thing. She wanted me to be a part of it, um, and I was, you know, honored to be a part of it, celebrating women's wrestling. Um, so she's really now behind the scenes pushing uh, younger talent and giving them the opportunities um, that that weren't necessarily always there for us. So I respect her for that. Um, don't necessarily respect her for much else, but definitely the fact that she loves women's wrestling um, tremendously and wants to see us all succeed uh, is how I feel about women's wrestling. So we have that in common, and um, I love that she's, she's helping uh, – push forward women's wrestling for the future. Absolutely. But st that still doesn't change the fact that she doesn't deserve a shot at the title because she has to earn it. Right, Diana? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Everyone has to earn a shot at the Knockout Championship. Yeah. Everyone else has had to earn a shot at the Knockout Championship. So yeah. I don't know why Scott Demore um, doesn't stand by his own rhetoric. You know, he, he just like changes, uh, changes with wind. I don't understand that either, but I'm pretty sure that the next time we speak before Bramford Lurie next year, you're still going to be the champion, and we're still going to be talking about how you are the best in the world, right, Diana? Absolutely. Yeah. I'm going to be the knockout champion, uh, champion forever. I know. You will. <laughs> well, good luck for your match. I know you don't need it. You're definitely winning the match, but thank you so much for your time, and you know that we're rooting for you to win at Bramford Lurie. Thank you. Thank you so much.